Hey, I'm Andy McMillan, and this is episode seven of the Andy McMillan podcast. And I know what you're thinking, and you're right. I'm in dire need of a haircut. On today's episode, we're continuing the conversation about relationship triangles. Last week, we said that the very foundation of healthy relationships is this concept of mutual wholeness. Now, mutual wholeness simply means three things. Number one, it means that we have a common love for Jesus, that we're going after Jesus, that the two people in the relationship together, together have a desire to be closer to Jesus and to be more like him. Now, the second thing that we said is that it also means that they have some shared values. It doesn't mean that everybody has to agree on everything or completely think the same, but there should be some commonality in how they process life and how they're following Jesus and how they're living out their life. Then the third thing that we said is that they should have a loyalty for each other, mutual loyalty. This is important because As we said last week, I believe that loyalty is a lost art. And if we want to have healthy, long-lasting relationships, it requires loyalty. Well, today we're going to begin the discussion of the second angle in the triangle. And that is the angle of vulnerability. I believe that vulnerability is so important to healthy, godly relationships. We need people that we can be vulnerable with. Now, what does it mean to be vulnerable? I mean, we, we throw that word around a lot, but I want to talk a little bit about what at the very base vulnerability is. This is a definition of what it means. Vulnerability is the quality or state of being exposed. That's awkward, right? Like being exposed doesn't sound fun. Nobody likes that idea. It, it means to be open and, and completely out front with everything that you are, the good, the bad, the ugly. Yes, I think I just quoted Clint Eastwood, but I, it, is, it is the truth. It's the good, the bad, and the ugly. That's what it means to be vulnerable, for somebody to know every part of who you are. And we don't like that feeling of being out there open and exposed. We don't like the feeling of knowing that somebody might have known us so deeply that they could use some of that information against us, which by the way, is another picture of vulnerability that we see definitively that this word would actually also be used during wartime to talk about whether or not the people that were fighting were protected, right? And so if you were fighting against an enemy, you would want to make sure that you weren't vulnerable. And I think that that's a really good picture because I think many of us live war zone relationships in our life where we don't, we want people to get close to us, but we don't want people to get so close that they could actually hurt us if they wanted to. But the truth is, is that God desires for us to have deep relationships with people and that requires vulnerability. And honestly, I think a lot of the reasons that we don't have healthy, godly relationships in our life is because because of this part of the healthy relationship triangle. We don't like being that close to people because 
Honestly, when we're that close to people, it can create some uncomfortable moments. It can create some tension sometimes because when we're that raw and that open, it can also create conflict. But healthy relationships need vulnerability and they're also going to have that conflict that can leave uncomfortable moments. But we have to be willing to engage in those uncomfortable moments so that the relationship can be healthier and be that much deeper. All right, why do we struggle with vulnerability so much? Why is it so difficult? I think that at the very core of who we are, it's rooted in fear. We're, we're wondering what people are gonna do if they knew the real us. What if, what if I expose myself as the definition shares and they see the, the dark, the ugly, the, the past, and they go, you know what? I don't want to be in a relationship with you. I don't want to have a friendship with somebody who's that broken. Or what What if they just walk away and we don't know why they walked away? Or what if they take the information that we gave them in a confidence and they use it against us? They tell other people, they, they share our business with everybody that we know. And I think for many of us, that fear is not just hypothetical. Many of us have experienced that. We've had people that we've trusted. We've had people that we've loved use information that we've given them personally against us. And it can cause us to be very tough when it comes to trusting new people. But we have to press through and get through that because God desires for us to have those deep relationships. As a matter of fact, there are two types of relationships that God desires for us to be vulnerable in. And the first one is the, our relationship with God. God desires for us to be vulnerable with him. And we can see this throughout all of the scripture. And one of the most obvious pictures of vulnerability with God that I think we can talk about is the relationship God had with David. This is a man who we know was a man after God's own heart. And he lived a life of vulnerability with God. He was far from perfect. He was very broken, but he chose to be open about how he felt and what he was going through and his mistakes with God. Let's check out a passage of scripture together in Psalms. Psalms 139, 23 through 24, we see David asking God to connect with him. He says, search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts and see if there may be any grievous way in me and lead me in the way of everlasting. This vulnerability we see in David is deep. He tells God to search him, to know that the deepest parts of his soul. And I think that this is important for a couple of reasons. That David understood something that we don't always necessarily understand, but we need to understand about relationships, both with God and with others. That our depth in relationship is directly connected to our vulnerability in relationship. That I can only go so deep with somebody as, as vulnerable as I'm willing to go. In other words, there's going to be a point where if I'm not willing to be any more vulnerable, I can't be any deeper in that relationship. And if we want to go all in with God, it requires complete vulnerability. And the funny thing is, is if we believe in God, that the God that the Bible tells us about, he's all knowing. He already knows our deepest issues. He already knows the, the worst things that we could ever do, but he desires for us to share it with him. I have a mentor that calls it the dignity of causality, that God gives us this dignity to share with him 
our innermost thoughts as if he doesn't know them. That it would be like sitting down with somebody who knew everything about your life but he listens to you as if he's hearing them for the first time. And that's what God does when we share those things with him. That's what God did with David as he's writing those Psalms. He took that information and he said, yes, let's talk about those things and get to know each other more deeply. God desires for us to be vulnerable with him. The second type of relationship that we're to be vulnerable in is with other people, the people in our lives. Now that doesn't mean everybody you walk around with. If you've been in any kind of ministry setting for a time, there might be a couple of pastors watching this. You know what it's like for people to be oversharers. And that's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about, you know, walking into McDonald's and ordering a Big Mac and telling that person your life story. That's not what I'm talking about. Although a Big Mac sounds good right now. But that's not, that's beyond the point. There is a reality of wisdom in who you share your life with, but God desires for you to have people in your life that you share your life with. If you're married, the first person that is, is your wife or your husband, that you're to share that relationship with them. And here's the thing. If you're not vulnerable with them, it, it causes an issue. You know, I've been married to my wife for seven years this past November, and I had to learn to be open with her, to be vulnerable with her, because it was very easy to just kind of do life without sharing deeper things with her. But as we've begun to learn to do that in our marriage through the years, it makes the relationship that much better. And I believe also that God desires for us to have that relationship with somebody else in our life. I've got a couple of friends in my life that they are people that I'm completely open with. My struggles, my issues, all of those types of things. And the truth is that if I didn't have those relationships, that, that I don't know where I would be in my faith. And scripture has a lot to say about this. Let's look at the book of Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 27, verse six says this, faithful are the wounds of a friend, but the kisses of the enemy are deceitful. What is this scripture talking about wounds have to do with vulnerability? I believe that it has this to do with it, that I can't have wounds from a friend if I haven't been vulnerable with that friend. You know, people can say pretty mean things to me. I have fairly thick skin, but if I don't have a relationship with that person, if I haven't been open and lived my life with that person, you know what? It doesn't hurt that much. It doesn't sting. It's not painful. But when I've developed a deep relationship with a friend and they throw a jab at me or they, they say something to me that, that is maybe out of anger or out of spite, that hurts. And the scripture is telling us that faithful are the wounds of a friend. And there are moments where they're not good wounds, but friends that we're vulnerable with have a desire to speak into our life in a way that may wound us, but help make us better people. And we can't get wounds from people that we haven't been vulnerable with. Now, what does it mean to be vulnerable with somebody? I want to give you a few thoughts on what it means to have relationships that we're vulnerable in. Let's look at the book of Galatians. Galatians chapter six, verse two. Brothers, if anyone is caught in any transgression, you who are spiritual should restore him in a spirit of gentleness. Keep watch on yourself, lest you too be tempted. Bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. 
Paul is telling the Galatians that they need people in their life to be open and vulnerable with. People that are close enough to see them when they make mistakes. Close enough to see where they might be doing something that could potentially be harmful to them later on. And to bear one another's burdens. To share in the pain of life. To share in the difficulty of life. We need people like that. We need people that we can share in the issues that we face. This has been a tough year. 2020 has kicked everybody's butt. And the the truth is, many of us are going at it alone. And even though we have more friends on Facebook than we've ever had, we have more people programmed into our cell phone, we struggle with having someone we can reach out to. And I'm telling you, if you're going to walk this life of faith, if you're going to walk a healthy life, forget about the faith part for a second. If you're just going to live a healthy life, you need somebody to reach out to. You need someone to talk to. And I believe that God desires for you to have that person. God desires for you to have that person in your life to share in burdens. The second part of vulnerability is admitting your brokenness. You need people to share your burdens with, but you also need to admit where you're jacked up. You need to be able to admit those places that are dark in your life, those places that are sinful in your life, those places that if anyone found out you'd be embarrassed about, you need someone that you share that with. I believe that this is especially true, and we can see this in the scripture. Let's look at 1 John 1.8. It says, if we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. Sharing our brokenness with people is multifaceted. And one of those facets is this, that when we don't share in our brokenness, we kind of begin to believe that we aren't that broken, that maybe we don't really have issues. Maybe it's everybody else's issues and not my issues. I heard a guy say one time, he said, everybody's got issues. You have issues. I have issues. If you think you don't have issues, that's your issue that you think you don't have an issue. We all have issues and we need a safe place to admit that we have issues. We need those people in our life that we can look in their face and say, I'm not perfect. I am broken. These are the areas that I'm broken. These are the areas that I struggle. These are the days, hey, five days ago, I messed up and I need to talk about the fact that I messed up. Who knows you're not perfect? Who is the person that you don't deceive yourself to? Who is the person that you're open enough to say, I am broken so that the truth can be in you? We need that in our lives, people to admit that we're broken with. The third stage of vulnerability is sharing in your brokenness. Now, admitting you're broken is pretty easy, right? I just look at you and say, I'm not perfect. That's that's pretty easy and also a little vague. And honestly, there might be some good that comes out of that, but we not only need to be able to admit We need to be able to talk through our brokenness and get specific. I think that one of the things that we see for people who struggle with 
for instance, addiction that is powerful is when they admit the addiction they struggle with. When they say the addiction that they struggle with, that, hey, this is the addiction that I have. It's one of the greatest steps to overcoming it, right? Admitting it's the first step. We've all heard that. And it's the truth with our own brokenness. The beginning of being whole is sharing that brokenness with somebody. Scripture talks about this in the book of James. Let's look at it together. James chapter five, verse 16. It says, therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous man is powerful and effective. We all have brokenness in us. We all have pieces of us that are not good. And we need people to share it with. We need people to pass that brokenness with and say, this is where I struggle Help me live more like Jesus. Help me get these things out of my life. Help me become a better person. We need those people to have that conversation with. If we'll choose to do these things, to share one another's burdens, to admit in our brokenness, and not only admit it, but share it, get specific with it, I believe it'll help us not only be more vulnerable with that person, but it also helps us be vulnerable with God. When we begin to be okay with sharing those things and being vulnerable, exposing ourselves to people and exposing ourselves to God, there's something deep that happens in our soul. It not only helps to have healthier relationships, but it helps make us healthier too. I believe that often the greatest thing that we can do to be healthy is just have those people that we can share with. I've, I've heard psychiatrists say for years that the beginning of health is sharing. The beginning of health is confessing. The Bible actually tells us that when we confess to one another, it brings healing in our life. And I believe that that's what God desires for you is for that your vulnerability in finding those right relationships will lead to a healthier version of yourself. Now, we are most hesitant when it comes to vulnerability because we are scared of the what if. What if I'm vulnerable and it scares somebody away? What if I'm vulnerable and I'm too raw and somebody judges me for it? Or what if I'm vulnerable and somebody talks bad about me? Look, I can't guarantee that nobody is gonna do that if you choose to be vulnerable with people. But what I can tell you is this, that I would rather, and I'm somebody who has been wounded when I've been vulnerable with people and they've used information against me. They've caused me pain. I know what it's like to be betrayed by people, but I would still not trade that vulnerability for just keeping everything bottled up inside. There's health that comes out of that confession when I confess it to God and when I confess it to other people. And even though it has caused me pain in some seasons, I'm still a better, healthier person and I'm still closer to Jesus for it than I would have been had I not shared it with those people. And if somebody hurts you, somebody lets you down, it's okay. And you know what? You should almost expect it. People are gonna let you down. People at some point may respond in a way that lets you down because people are imperfect. But when we are vulnerable with God and when, when we are open with God about that pain, there's healing that takes place.
Don't allow the sin of other people to keep you from the health and wholeness that God has for you spiritually. Don't allow that to keep you from what God desires to do in and through you through healthy relationships. Well, I hope that today has encouraged you to be a little vulnerable with people, to share in your burdens with people. And this episode is two of three where we talk about the healthy relationship triangle. Next week, we're going to talk about what it means to propel people forward in relationships. I hope that you've enjoyed this content. I hope that it's brought value to you. And if it has, do me a couple of favors. Number one, like this video. But the second thing that you can do is share it. Share it on social media. You can even just hit the share button on YouTube or hit the share button on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, and you can text it directly to somebody. Maybe you know somebody who has struggled with vulnerability that could use this message. Send it to them and let it be an encouragement to them. Until next time, I'm Andy. Thanks so much for watching the Andy McMillan Podcast. 